What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles. Duck Gun Chronicles. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, and I got my co-host, Elliot, alongside of me. How are you doing tonight, Elliot? <laughs> he said Duck Gun Chronicles three times, and <laughs> I never even mentioned anything about my channel, but that's all right. <laughs> Just had to keep that, that troll yeah, alive yeah. from... Uh, it's probably been like a month, right, since we've been on the podcast. It's been a while. Elliot we've not been on Lance Duck Honey. All right, we have not been on here together Kansas. since season started. We haven't done a podcast since season started, so it's been over fourteen days for sure. Definitely, yeah. I've been podcasting yeah. in the meantime, mm-hmm. though. So <laughs> from the road, which is nice because I get a couple weeks off, you know, and that's cool. Yeah. Man, I love I love doing that little series. So yeah, I listened to them all. I enjoyed cool. them. I enjoyed those podcasts immensely. I listened to what there was two or three, three of them, two of them, three of them, three four. Of them. The fourth one came out today, so maybe you didn't get that one, but yeah. But um, I will say that it was cool to uh, something you know a little different. It was cool to have um, the chance to interview or whatever you want to call it, have people on the podcast. Um, some of the locals, like I had Tim on one podcast and I had Hunter on another podcast. I, th- I just thought that was a really cool um, way to do it. Kind of having the, the locals we were hunting with on the Iowa trip. Yeah. Jump on the podcast with me. I so agree. That was, I love them. Pretty cool. They were, they were good content. I thought I really, I thought you guys did a great job of describing the hunts and, and going through them and getting into some side topics that were interesting. So if you guys haven't heard those yet, make sure to go back and listen to those. But in the meantime, while I've been podcasting and hunting in Iowa, you've been doing some hunting of your own. So we're going to need some updates to keep the the audience up to date on you. Um, but I want to I want to mention real quick before we jump into that, um, guys, our podcast today we're having been from Motion Ducks, as Motion Ducks has been a big part and partner for us on the podcast. We're super excited to have them on again this year, and we're just getting to be good buddies talking with Ben over the years and. And uh, it's going to be another good one. So stay tuned for that. But let's let's get some updates um, from the king of Kansas, freelance duck. Hunt. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, this has been about as unusual a start to hunting season as I've had forever, because I'm two weekends in, two weeks in, and I've only shot five teal, which I cannot even remember the last time that that has ever taken place. I, I just can't even. Probably back in 2017, I had a start that was similar to this. But, I mean, I took a little different route to it. I mean, as much as I've joked about, you know, dove hunting and then being rats with wings and all those jokes, you know, I love dove hunting. And and I, I decided to not go teal hunting in Nebraska because there's just not much water. And so we took a trip to back to where I lived growing up through grade school, up through high school, and the, the pond one of the two ponds that I grew up dove hunting. And I'll tell you, Jordan, I had forgotten how much fun dove hunting is <laughs> because it is a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I, it was, I shot my limit and actually I shot lights out with this new Weatherby 18. I, I can't even, I can't, you don't even get me started on how much I love this Weatherby, but I shot 15 for 24. My dad and I, my dad was there. I brought my mom along with me because sometimes when I was like 13, 14, she would come and just sit and hang out with us. She'd chew a little bit. So I thought, you know what? My parents are getting a little older. They're almost 80s. I wanted to go take a trip back to, and it's my uncle's land, so I knew I could hunt it. Hunt it. Um, 
and let's go back to the pond when the ponds used to hunt the three of us and man it was a hunt i will always always remember i mean as my parents are getting older and my dad's you know i don't know how many more years hunting he's got left he's still hunting now but it's just such a fantastic memory and i don't regret because i could have gone with aiden to where he was going and he shot teal limits friday saturday sunday or sunday saturday sunday monday three days in a row but i didn't regret it at all because it was just so much fun the doves worked in perfect i love how the video turned out I had so much fun with my mom and dad it was just it was just awesome did you get a chance to see that video that dove hunt video yeah i did it was pretty cool for sure I mean, and, uh, just a cool setting and like, you're doing it in the evening. It's like perfect lighting and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's what dove hunting has always been for me growing up. It's always been evenings over ponds. I, I, I said in the video, I never even realized people crop hunted doves ever. Cause I mean, I didn't have a lot of friends that hunted. So the way we always did it was my uncle's ponds in the evening and the ponds have to have dirt around the edges. If it's grass right up to the water, they won't, at least in my experience, they won't land. They have to have that dirt around the edges to want to land there but that's just how we always did it and we always did well and man sure enough the last hour it was just doves everywhere and we would get sometimes we had several times just like flocks of 10 to 15 that would they would run they were coming into the wind the wind was at about 15 they'd come into the wind run down the dike and i think they'd come over the dike and maybe see the spinner or something so they would turn come back along the dike and turn right into the spinner and it was just Easy in your face decoy dove shooting, and man, it was just phenomenal. Did you see the part of the video where I held up that first dove and I was like, "Jordan, look, it looks just like a rat with wings." Do you did you see that part of the video? <laughs> I didn't realize you said my name, but I heard you say that to fumble. Yeah, so. did that thing not look disgusting? <laughs> it was like well, and to be fair, it was all wet, and then your dog, <laughs> right. like when, when a dog gets a dove, it like. <laughs> The feathers are just so easy to like uh, mess up, right? Because it's a such a small bird; yeah. those feathers just fall out. So, right, I'm, it did look like a nasty duck, but, <laughs> but you pick one like dry out of a crop right. field; they still look yeah. nice. And Adults pristine, too. So. Adults too. Because that one I shot was obviously a yearling. Because some of these does we were shooting were so small. If you get a nice mature one that hasn't been mouthed by a dog, and yeah, they look fine. But this one is like it was in the water. Georgie had been mouthing it. It was super small and that thing just looked, but Jordan, I made first ever. I had made this was the poppers. I'd never done that before with the cream cheese oh, man. and the jalapenos. I had never done that before. It will not be the last. Oh my gosh. I, I had to cut down and yeah. only use like half a piece of bacon each. Cause I don't want to eat 35 pieces. <laughs> yeah. 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 I even cut them in thirds sometimes. So. Yeah. I was thinking that too, but I, man, I would just love that. So that hunt went really, really well. Um, but I, so that was 15 doves on that week. So the next weekend was the Kansas teal opener and I decided to not go to my normal opener spot because I thought it was going to be too crowded and I decided to stay in my local area and we went out and we scouted on Friday and the scout was, couldn't have been any better. I mean, there was, we saw a couple thousand teal. We had one X. We had an AX and a BX. The AX had about a thousand teal on it, and the BX had about three hundred. And the spot that had the three hundred was the spot that I was expecting to set up in. And I wouldn't have scouted it, but the core decided that the last week that they were going to drop the the lake like seven inches. And so just like within a week, it's just because apparently 
downriver that some tankers got to make it up the Missouri River or something, so they had to dump a bunch of water out. Just screwed the whole habitat. But we went out and scouted it, and it was teal everywhere. I mean, I would have like, I would have guaranteed easy quick limits at either the A spot or the B spot. We took the B spot because the A spots I was a little too recognizable on video, and I think people would have automatically known where I was. So we took that spot and um half an hour you know before shooting time comes no teal no teal the they just left um we had a huge front roll in that night and i think what happened is all the birds that were there left and then a bunch of new ones came in because all morning long we were seeing flocks of 15 to 100 like way up high like i've never seen this with teal before i've never ever seen this it was all day long you could see big flocks of teal moving from the north, from the south. So I think that they were just entering the area and they were like trying to learn things. So everything changed and it just wasn't what we thought it was going to be. I was so shocked. We did end up with nine. We got some really nice flocks in and well, we had one really nice flock. So basically we decoyed 12 teal total and Aiden and I killed nine of the 12. So we felt pretty good about how we ended up and, Man, Georgie was on her game on that hunt. I mean, she was just unreal. She Because you get a Georgie, she's fast. You get her in shallow mud on cripples, and she's going to show off. I mean, that's when it's like she's at her best um, because she's just so fast. But that was a little disappointing, though, because we only shot nine, and I thought it was going to be quick limits. And we heard actually heard a lot of other shootings, so we were not even close to in the best spot where I thought we were. The next day we went out, we only shot three. So it was a pretty fairly, it was a disappointing weekend. I mean, the first day was fun with Aiden and my dad and I, the second day really sucked. So it was definitely a disappointment, Um, but to be in the game and to be hunting again and getting the dog retrieves and, you know, we made teal the first night though. It's, I'm not just horribly upset with the outcome of the beginning two weekends. It's just, I'm way behind what I would normally be um, with my harvest totals, but does that really matter? I've enjoyed now the Sunday hunt wasn't much fun because we only shot three and those shots were just, you know, some shots are way more fun than others. Those shots uh, just weren't very much fun. Um, so that hunt was not fun, but, uh, oh, and then I did go on another, actually I did go on another teal hunt on the first weekend and it was such a disaster. I didn't even film it and I got stickers all, all did you, did you see that? You probably didn't the little, the Patreon video I put on with all the stickers all over Georgie. You know what? I saw it, but I didn't. I hadn't watched it yet. Man, you've got to. I mean, we got into these <laughs> demon stickers at this place. Oh man! Uh, and I've I don't know what these stickers are, but I'm telling you, I've thrown away now two p two shirts because these, I'm they, like I'm not picking these things out. Is it buck brush? It's got to be buck brush. The little bulbs that fall apart. Mm, they're no, they they're like a little viney. They're on a vine, and there's these little green spike balls. Okay. And when you walk into them, the whole vine just comes off right on your clothes. Yep. And Georgie had so, I bet you she had 500 on her. And I took my buddy Cole, um, which I've been training with him. We got lost in the dark. It was just excruciating. We get to the hole and it had evaporated. We had scouted it the week before. It had evaporated over the week and there was like two tiny little mud holes there. The whole hunt was absolute <laughs> disaster. It was, but the good thing is this place um, if it gets water, it's going to be good. And I chopped a trail. So I've got the in and out trail all set up. So now I'll, I'll be able to know how to get in next. Just time. need some so. rain. 
Just need some rain. If I get some rain, I'm telling you, this place is going to be just an all world. There's so much food in it and it's so hard to get to. So incredibly hard to get to. I can tell no one has been in or out of this place all year to scout it because I would know from, I'm not gonna go through details, but you can tell whether someone's been in and out of there or not. And I've, I, I just cannot even begin to explain how much duck food is in this millet and smart. It's unbelievable. They just, if we get the rain, it's going to be just on, it's going to be on, but that hunt sucks. So four hunts, 15 to five teal, but I'm having fun. We're ready to roll. Season yep. is on. Season is on. We're in full gear all the way now through, through the end of it. So yep. that's, that's all that matters. Not quite a Jordan Fromer start. Jordan guys, Jordan is number one on the freelance hunt stats leaderboards for the first for time days. ever. And you still are. I checked today. Some other guy, some guy is kind of catching you. You need your next hunt needs to be good, but he is in first that's, place. That's actually my buddy that I hunt with. So he's been on a lot of the same ones. Oh, well, that's good. Well, that's, if he's with you, then you can control it a little bit. Yeah. No, well, which I'm one not- is that? Was that one that was on one of the podcasts? Uh, it was Devin, yeah. Okay. Devin, and then, well, actually the guys from Iowa, too. Um, Hunter and Tim are both hot on my heels, too. And they've been they've been hammering the, the teal and hitting some geese up, too, um, mm-hmm. on the Mississippi River. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that the, the Mississippi Flyway has some good representatives in the top of the leaderboard compared to previous years where it seems like the Central Flyway kind of dominates the – the top of yeah. the leaderboard. So, well, you could not have started off any hotter than you've started. I mean, this has to have been the best start of your life. You're just like pounding them every time you go out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, zero skunks and zero anything close. Like the, the closest I've had is I shot like three three teal on one day. You know, so it's like yeah, yeah. You can't. Well, I take that back. I had one day where I shot one when I was sick, but uh, mm-hmm. I, like mentally, I'm not counting that hunt. But it was, you know, it was real. So, so then the cool thing on the leaderboards now, guys, is you can sort it by teal leaderboards, goose. So Jordan's like, I think you're in first on the teal leader. No, no, you're not in first on the teal leaderboard. No, you're in first first on the overall, which is goose and teal. But then you're in the top five or so on the goose and on the teal, I believe. So, and Josh outdoor limits is number one on dove. So he's he's racking them up. Yeah, he had those like three limits in a row. But I, I've just been so happy that that because there's been seasons where you just work so hard and you're uh-huh. not in one of the best, you know, hunting areas possible, and, and you just work so hard for such little action. It's just awesome. I'm just so excited. You've just been pounding them so hard. You deserve it. Yep. Hopefully, it continues on. So yeah. I will give a little update on. Uh, my goose hunts. So, you know, as mentioned, everybody already knows about the Iowa stuff. You haven't listened to the four part podcast series and I got three videos up on YouTube of it and it's a great time. But then, uh, with goose hunting, we started our Indiana goose opener and man, um, <laughs> we've had, we had two really good days. We hunted Saturday and Sunday and, uh, you were like one shy of a seven man limit on, um, Saturday. And then on Sunday, we, we still had a really good day too. We shot, 28 geese and uh <laughs> we've been getting some bonus local bands <laughs> some some they've got 3500 bands in two hunts <laughs> we, got, we got seven <laughs> we got 17 bands in two hunts 
between 14 people, 14 hunters. And, and I don't want to sound bitter. I told Jordan this already, but Jordan Marco Polo, the whole flyways, all this information. And I was hunting with Aiden at the time. And I said to Aiden, I was like, I'm not joking. I, I am actively rooting <laughs> against Jordan to get another band for his entire life. And I'm, I'm sure it's like, I'm not even joking. It's like, I know you're not. <laughs> no, I am. I mean, I, I don't wish you to not have luck. Just I do want you to go a little spell without yeah, some bands. Spell. That's, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. So it's funny. For sure. Yeah. I went, man, I went for like four, almost four years when I started without shooting one. And then mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, man. I just got a lucky horseshoe or whatever, you know? So Yeah. I think my last band is somewhere around 2000, somewhere between 2008, 2009, 2010 range, I think, is my last band. Nice. Oh, you're due, man. I think we've been yeah. saying it for a few years, so you're definitely overdue now. Yeah, at least now. to see one. I haven't even seen one. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen a duck band. I've only seen two, like I said, I've only seen two duck bands my entire life. Well, I can't wait till uh, we go on the collab. Or not the collab, but the more. the Patreon. <laughs> You'll be limited out sitting there filming, and here come like a a Drake Pintel, and I'll just <laughs> I'll just pull up one shot. Oh, another band. <laughs> well, if I'm limited out on that trip, and you're shooting <laughs> Pintels with bands, I won't be unhappy. <laughs> yeah, so, I won't be, and especially I'm just, if I'm getting that I was on just film. Trying to think of a scenario <laughs> where like I, I, we could know for sure that it wasn't right, <laughs> where it was mine and not yours, but. <laughs> Oh, uh, but congrats, fun. man! It's awesome. It's it's appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Awesome. So, guys, if you want to check out all these hunts, um, well, you know, per usual, they're on our YouTube channels, Duck and Chronicles, Freelance Duck Hunting, and uh, we've been we've been cranking them out. We got big plans. Keep cranking out all the videos this year. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for all of that, and it'll be you know, it's kind of the awesome. It's an awesome two part what's the right word for this it just it's so cool to have both the the youtube and the podcast where we can talk about it more long form and then the youtube videos where it's like you see the action and and we get a little bit back and forth behind the scenes where we don't get all the story on the podcast or the video so so cool to have you know a lot of our fan base on on both those um but let's go ahead get a quick word from our partners We'll grab Ben, and we'll jump right into the podcast. So first off, I'd like to give a big thanks to Onyx. Guys, Onyx is an awesome app for waterfowl hunters. Um, for me, on, on the private land stuff, it's a huge thing because I can I can tap on the, the landowner's information and give me their tax address. I can go knock on that door and try to get that permission right away. And, you know, this time of year, early goose, it's, it's, uh, it's huge for us. So definitely check them out. Public land is great, too. It shows you all those boundaries. And you know where you stand. So check them out. Guys, and I won't hit on it too long because we're going to have them on and and talk about the Motion Ducks decoy spreader system here in a second. Um, But if you do not have Motion Ducks decoy spreader, or even if you just have one and you want to double it or triple it up, Motion Ducks, the code is DUCKUN2020 for a discount. It It is the best motion water system that there is. So... Go check it out. Get it. You're never going to regret getting this product. We've been using it for, what, four or five years now, and it's just a game changer. So go either get it for the first time or get another one to add to it. You can use up. You can continue to put these things together. One string can pull as many as you want. So go take care of that. Get it. Awesome. Use code DuckGun2020, and the link for that is motionducks.com slash duck gun. 
Um, also, like to give big thanks to Weatherby. Guys, Elliot and I are both running the Weatherby ATIs this season, and uh, we're both in love with our shotguns. I have the 20 gauge, the 18i, the Lux 20 gauge is a classic look. Um, already getting lots of comments on it on the on the YouTube videos. People seeing me shooting that gun. Elliot, same thing over there. Um, loving yours. It's just such a smooth, great waterfall gun. I have have had zero issues. And just from the fit, from the first time I put it on my shoulder to getting out there and hunting, like with little, you know, sometimes it takes you a little bit to get used to a gun, but like I've been just shooting lights out with it. So I'm loving it 100%. Check them out, guys, and check out the Weatherby 89. Yeah, I, I, with that gun too, I just feel like I can't miss. I mean, I just, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable gun. Unbelievable gun. Um, next one is Tetra. Now, I have people contact me all the time and on the videos, they see me wearing the Tetra and they ask about it and they want to know, you know, how does it, when you put it in, does it bother you? And I, I give them the same response. It's like when I put those, um, Tetra in my ears after a few seconds, I never even think about them being in my ears. They just disappear. It, it doesn't affect my hunt in any way other than protecting my ears. And I've never had any type of hearing protection. I haven't worn much, but the ones I've tried, always affect my experience that's why i've never worn hearing aids like an idiot because i didn't want it to interfere with my experience of the hunt and these tetras they don't you put them in and you just don't ever think about them they run you through a hearing test and they and they can make these specifically for your hearing needs so it is time to protect your ears and this is worth the investment to pick up some tetra hearing protection devices Awesome. Also like to give big thanks to Final Approach. Guys, Final Approach is a one-stop shop for the waterfowl hunter. It's got tons of waterfowl items from the camo to the decoy bags. I'm loving the waterfowl backpack. Um, excuse me. And uh, one thing new they got, they just came out this week, is uh, they got the new wood duck decoys for all those southern hunters that are you know hunting a lot of, of uh, wood ducks down there in the south. Don't worry, I'm going to protect you from Elliot, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really good looking, uh, wood duck decoy that came out with. So definitely they're always, they're coming out with tons of new waterfowl stuff all the time. It's growing. It's cool to be a part of. Um, but you guys definitely need to check them out go, go check them out either at Rogers sporting goods or at final approach. And guys, you know, Jordan and I talk all the time about freelance hunt stats, which we are partners on. If you're not journaling your hunts, you need to go to the app store, put in hunt stats, little orange icon with a little white duck that's quacking in the middle of it and record your hunts. And some of you are not realizing if you need to upgrade to the full membership, because that's where all the really good stuff is. You can do it for free and just log your hunts, but you can't see any of your accumulated data. You can't participate in the leaderboards. You can't see your lifetime stats. The meat and potatoes of this thing is the $2.99 a month membership. That's what you want to get into to get in all this good stuff. There's a chat board. So go and download that. You can you also, if you don't want the app, you can do it on the PC. We've got tons of good upgrades coming. So go and check that out and become part of the Freelance Hunt Stats community today. Awesome. All right, let's go ahead and get Ben on in here, and we'll jump into the podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, and I got my co-host, per usual, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting, and our guest tonight is none other than Ben from Motion Ducks. How are you doing tonight, Ben? Good, boys. It's good to be back. Awesome. We're excited to yeah. have you on. 
It is the annual Motion Ducks podcast at, uh, this this time of year, so we're excited about it. It's always a interesting, uh, information-filled podcast with you out there on the West Coast in Washington. Um, and we were just talking about this before we went on air, but uh, um, this is our fourth podcast with you, and, and uh, we're super excited about it because it's always, it's always a good one. But for the people who missed the previous three, and I'm sure there's a lot because we get we're, we got a we got a lot of new people on the podcast. But um, go ahead and kind of give a brief introduction of yourself, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm Ben, uh, like Jordan said, and uh, my father and I uh, started Motion Ducks uh, eight years ago now. So we came up with the idea of our decoy spreader and uh, getting your decoys out, swimming around, moving around. Um, and we started a company and here we are eight years into it. We're still going strong. We're growing. We made some huge moves this last year. So that's super exciting stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it as far as the, the introduction. And Oh yeah. How, how old are you, Ben? I am 41. Nice. 41 yep. successful business owner. And uh, <laughs> it has to feel pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. You know, I'm living the dream for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Out there on the West Coast in Washington. So yep. that's, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a cool area as well. And, uh, yeah, definitely. So um, one thing that I wanted to definitely t- touch on, um, you were talking about, we are talking about this off air actually a couple weeks ago. Um, when we we're scheduling the podcast, but you guys have been able to start doing some dove hunting. And like we got right before we started recording, you told me something about um, something that was on one of the feet of a, a dove. And a lot of people on the podcast know I'm, I'm uh, kind of into bands. So, <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, yeah, we, I, it's funny. We, so we'll get into the, we'll get into the property, but we, we moved on to this new property and there's some doves. And so, uh, my dad, his name is Tom. Um, most people call him PT, which is actually stands for pastor. Tom, he was a pastor for 40 years. He's retired now. And then after he retired, started motion ducks with me. And, uh, anyway, so most of the time he's called PT. So PT and I've been hunting, uh, hunting doves and our very first hunt on the property we're, we're, we're taking pictures of the doves and I've done very, very little dove hunting. Um, you know, my dad's done more than I have, but we're taking pictures and, and this dove, we actually made a short of it on our, put it on our Instagram and YouTube and this dove flies over and he pauses and he pulls his gun up, pops it, knocks it out of the air. He walks over to get, grab it. And he's like, Ben, this one's got a band. <laughs> oh we start goodness. laughing like, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? And then we look through the other one, and another one had a band on oh it. Oh, my goodness. So we pulled two two dove bands on our very first dove hunt on the property, and that was that was incredible. And then since then, uh, PT shot one more band. So we got three <laughs> dove bands this year, which was fantastic. I've never even shot a duck band in all the years and so it's cool to shoot a shoot a couple dove bands this year so that's that's been great well if that isn't a sign i don't know what is that's that's just super cool yeah man that's the that's the first sign 
Have you ever heard the story of when I was with Jordan and uh, there was a band shot? Have we ever told you the story? I, I do remember it, but I'd love to hear it again. Well, so we're in this A-frame, and um, we got this group of geese. We were hunting pond over geese. We got this whole group that comes in. They come up. I miss on the first shot. I pull up for the second shot. It's kind of right over my head. I pillowcase it on the second shot. It drops. So we're, we've are we dropped like three or four geese, and and we're looking around, and someone's like, oh, this one's got a band. This one's got a band. And I'm kind of making my way over towards this other goose that, that I shot. And I pick it up, and lo and behold, there's a band right there. And I'm like, this, mine's got a band too. Jordan, you know like when you're a kid and you just quickly hop fences? You know, you like you grab it and you just flip over it? So that's what Jordan does this move out of the A-frame. He grabs it, flips over the A-frame. Out of nowhere, he grabs me, throws me up over his shoulders, body slams me, and takes my band. And now he's got it on his lanyard. It's a true story. I, I don't, sounds like it counts to me. <laughs> I might have left out a few details, but that's that's my remembrance of what took place. It was that's awesome. it was a good excuse to take Elliot and throw him around like a rag doll, but <laughs> actually later yeah, video I, evidence I, did I, show I, that he killed it split second before I did, actually. It conclusive nice. okay, evidence. Okay. So it was his. <laughs> Conclusive. The good thing yeah. you were recording, man. Yeah, I think good we thing. both had shot cams, so it was really easy to be able to figure out who killed it. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. that that second dove that we found in the pile, um, my 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 dad definitely shot the first one. But if you watch our our first dove hunting video, you'll see uh, he was a little rusty that day. So <laughs> I definitely think it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's so cool uh, how like a, i mean it's just like a little tiny piece of metal it makes people go crazy and then uh but it, it just it helps you remember the story too because like it does it does yeah yeah so so one of pt's bands yeah, now i'm telling somebody else's story how ridiculous but <laughs> he drove three hours for a hunt shot two birds in two days and one of those was banded. Wow. And we always talk about that, huh? Right? I mean, we remember it. I wasn't even there. He went by himself. But that's one of his greatest, like, memories of hunts. It was a terrible hunt. But he managed to shoot a band out of the only two ducks that he shot the whole trip. So, you know, they're they're, they're cool. Oh, yeah. You know, it that's really cool. makes me mad. My set, I shot two mallard bands back back-to-back years. The first one I vividly remember. The second band I can't even remember. I know where I shot it, but I don't know why I wasn't. I don't know if I wasn't excited. I can't remember the moment of of anything about the band at all. I don't know how can you not log that in your mind after thirty years? I've shot two bands, and the second one I can't even really remember the moment. I I don't know what's the matter with me. How does that even make sense? Probably because you didn't shoot it and you stole it from somebody. <laughs> I remember the first one, and I shot it at Cheyenne Bottoms, which is a such a historic place in North America. I definitely remember that one, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. I don't want to do any character assassination tonight. <laughs> <laughs> at least not of me. I'm sure the which I appreciate. <laughs> oh yeah, good deal. Well, let's go ahead and um, talk a little bit about your property you got out there. Um, I know that's something that you're super excited about, and let's let's just hear about it, man. Yeah, so we um, we 
my my dad and I have had lots of conversations about where we're going to take the company, you know, the future, what we got planned and all this. And this opportunity came up for this property. And the property is over 300 acres. And it's got anywhere from, I'd say, 14 to 19 ponds, depending on how you flood it. You can control water flow. You can open ponds up, close them down. Um, we, we, we're, we planted a little bit of corn this year. Uh, we're going to expand that over the years, but it's just, uh, I mean, it is a waterfowl Mecca. It's spectacular. And so we, we have this opportunity. We uh, said, okay, this is kind of an all in thing. If we're going to do this. We sold both of our houses on the West side of the state and, uh, and we went for it. So we moved, I moved my family and, uh, him and my mom moved over as well, and and we made a huge, huge move, and it is it's very exciting. So we have some huge plans, um, but the property itself is just it's just awesome. So we uh, we've been learning it. We we moved in uh, what he got over in in February. I moved my family over in April. So everything is so new, so fresh, and for anybody out there that's ever moved even one time in your life, like it's brutal. Right. And we <laughs> moved both of our families and our business. And, uh, so it was, that was a tough six months, but man, we, the opportunity and, uh, and the dream we're living is real, man. It is awesome. Oh man. That's, that's super cool. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous that you got that awesome property and, and I can't wait to see kind of, everything you guys can do with it. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, that's going to be a heck of a, a lot of fun this year. Uh, I know it's, it's probably been a, a little bit in the works, um, a while in the works for you to get everything done. And, um, yeah, I mean, how, how much longer you got till season comes in? So our season is uh, middle of October. Okay. So we got about 30 or 31 days to go. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, we're so excited. There's already, there's loads of ducks showing up, you know, we're driving down, checking the property out and this pond will have, you know, a couple hundred, the other side of the property will have another 80 to a hundred. Yeah. It's, it's like we need a road so trip far. next year, Jordan. I feel like I a road trip coming on. Yeah. I, I definitely I would agree. <laughs> no, that's, that's one of the things with the property is that we want to be able to, you know, to bring guys out. Um, we're certainly going to do some kind of customer, you know, contest opportunities for some of our customers and some of our fans to come out and hunt the property. We, we want to do stuff like that. Um, you know, guys like you guys, you know, like have an opportunity to bring you guys out, do some hunting, make some movies together. So we got lots of plans. And uh, lots of fun to be had. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So you got a you got a, a spot picked out for your opener yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We're so new, so we literally go out into the property and you know check things out and and uh, you know we're we're learning new stuff every day. Yeah. 
So yeah. I wouldn't say we have a spot picked out specifically. I have an idea. I, I think I know where we'll end up for the opener, but um, we're going to do a youth hunt on October 1st is, is our youth hunt. So we're going to do a, a host a youth hunt on the property. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that'll be the first, like, official hunt. Um, a couple of my kids will be hunting uh, some of my some of my nephews and and one of my nieces will be hunting and then some of our friends so that's awesome that'll be the first the first go and uh and then from there it's just learning it and hunting it and having a lot of fun how how far is your how far is your house from the property is it like on the property or do you have to yeah yeah it's pretty much on the property um it is uh there's a shop. So we have, we were able to move the company and uh, most of our production and shipping and distribution and all that into a big shop that was on the property. And then, uh, and then there's a house on it as well. And so without those two things, really, we wouldn't have been able to do it because, you know, we need a place to actually run the, run the company. And so it really kind of worked out perfectly to, uh, to be able to pull the trigger on it and, and make it a reality. So yeah, we're living there on site. Awesome. And how's it, how's it compared to like, I guess you don't know since you got a lot of stuff to learn this year, but you know, you said you moved, what was it? Six hours across the state. Um, uh, yeah, three hours, three yep. hours across the state. So is it like, how's it compare? Cause, um, you know, three hours is, I mean, I, I can go three hours and I'm like almost in the Mississippi from Indiana. So it's like, how, how does that compare as far as where you were at to, um, where you are now in the state, as far as like waterfowl it, opportunities? It, it's, it's a massive, massive improvement. Um, where we were, we were kind of in this little pocket, to be honest with you, where we didn't have a lot of real great opportunity, uh, close by. And anything close by was really um, leased out, big money leased out, and uh, and just not a lot of opportunity to get in. So, I mean, we were driving, you know, I mean, we were usually driving an hour and a half, two hours to get somewhere real good. So we were in this weird little pocket where we were before, which kind of limited um, how much we could we could really get out and hunt. And now we moved into a part of the state that's like one of the main duck hunting areas in the state. So beyond our, our land that we bought, there's so much more opportunity to, uh, to hunt, you know, some public stuff, which we still, I still absolutely plan on doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I kind of, all these, uh, all these, kayak duck hunting videos is getting me inspired i gotta i gotta go out and try that too so <laughs> <laughs> nice nice and so you have a do you have a kayak and all that set up for public land or i don't i don't have one set up we have a couple of kayaks but i they're, they're too wobbly i wouldn't shoot with waders on in at <laughs> this too too risky so well, i've been looking i think i will i think i'll probably pick one up but well elliot's like the resident um, expert on kayak duck hunting. Him and Thomas. I've done a lot of those, for say. sure. Yeah, we've done. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of I've I've seen some of the videos for sure. I should. You should. Okay. What what uh, what kayak would you recommend? What should I be looking for? 
Well, I use the Ascend H12, and, and I, I think that's the best one on the market. It's kind of a canoe-kayak hybrid, so you're not sitting on top. Okay. You're down in a little bit, and I everything I've seen, it's the best one that that I'm that I'm aware of. I know I've heard a lot of people talk about the new canoe also, which I'm not as familiar with, but I think that one's a little more expensive. But the Ascend H12 is... It's just fantastic. It's got pretty good cargo space. It's stable enough that if you have decent balance, like my buddy actually stands up when he fishes out of it. Um, so it's stable. Right. It's got good cargo room, enough room for a dog if you have a dog. So I think that's the best one on the market. It's about, if you can find it, it's about 800 bucks. They're kind of hard to find. So um, you got to keep looking for them, but it's a great, great kayak. So you're actually sitting down in that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which yeah, I much I prefer. Yeah, you can get you can get blinds for them. There's mm -hmm. the, um, the the Yak Gear and then the Northern Flights, right? The Northern the Flights are Northern very Flights. difficult to find too, but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's this, there's pretty much two options for for blinds, or maybe you're just going to use it to get from point A to point B, and then you know it's uh, you don't need a blind, but <laughs> yeah, and it depends on what you want to use it for. If you're just if you want to hunt out of it, or if you're just using it to to go from point A to point B. So it really depends on how you're going to use it as well. If you're going to drag it, it's not that heavy. It's another thing about the H12. It's, it's light enough that, you know, we portage with ours sometimes. So it's light enough that you can actually drag it without killing yourself. So it's kind of the best of best for everything big enough. You can put a trolling motor on it, but if you wanted a, you know, like a long tail on it or something, then that's not the way to go. Nice. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I kind of, I mainly, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to hunt out of it. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I'd like to try. We have some kayaks that we use kind of point A to point B type stuff. But like I said, they're just a little too, a little too tip, tipsy to shoot out of. Right. So I don't know. I don't, unless I'm sitting real shallow, uh -huh. I, I would, uh, I'd have to, I'd have to go for something else, but yeah. And yeah, then, you know, then there's the big layout boats. So if you, if you don't, if you don't need to drag them at all, then, you know, those bigger layout boats are really good options too. And those are a lot even more sturdier and you can get to 12, 14 foot on those. So if, if you don't need to drag yeah. it over land and you can always just drop it in, then maybe a bigger layout boat might even be preferable. Definitely some options for you yeah, there. Sweet. So <laughs> add on to your never ending list of things to learn this year, right? Mm -hmm. From your property to the to canoes yeah, and yeah, exactly. layouts. Who and... knows if I'll even get out there, you know, we'll be we got a lot to learn and Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no. It's great. But yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting. I never I never anticipated or expected anything like this and it's pretty wild, you know, this company that my dad and I you know, started eight years ago, we, we came up with this idea and started developing it. And, and here we are eight years later, you know, we moved, moved our families three hours away and we have 300 acres and all these ponds and, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I, I feel blessed for sure. I, I feel blessed and I'm, I'm excited to see what the future has for sure. And we, we do plan on kind of getting into the, getting into the video game. we we have a couple of dove hunts that i'm we're kind of practicing right we're, we're so new to it so oh, i yeah. figure we'll practice with some dove hunts and um but uh so if anybody wants to check the property out i made a, a short little video on the youtube channel 
and it shows just kind of some aerial views and stuff like that. So anybody that's listening that's interested, definitely go check it out on our YouTube page, just at Motion Ducks, and uh, and you can you can get the vision and see. And then uh, as far as like our as far as our customer like uh, competitions and stuff opportunity to, to hunt with some of you guys then uh we're gonna do it through our customer base uh so anybody that's purchased from us and then um through our youtube channel subscribers and stuff like that so uh, if anybody's interested in that definitely uh that's the avenue we're doing but yeah check out the the video and you can you can catch the vision and and uh hopefully these two guys will uh come out and hunt with us and shoot a video at some point this year too Awesome. Definitely. Definitely super cool. So I will say kind of, you know, like you said, it, it, it has to be kind of surreal, you know, and I love, I love your, your origin story that you've, you told us in the past, how you guys, um, decided to make this system for, um, creating more motion in your spat in your spread. And then you made, you made it and you went testing it out, um, on, on the water and some fisherman comes by and he's like, man, I thought those were real ducks. The, the motion yeah. was so good. And then yeah. you go from, you go from that thing that you guys kind of made to actually going in full production. Now you have your business, um, and your whole, you know, your whole life and, and everything moved to one location in eight years. So that's just like, that's some serious, like life changes. Eight in eight years, years. Man. <laughs> it is wild. It's wild. I, I can't, my, we still PT and I still look at each other like, what, how did this happen? How did this happen? It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. on that for sure. I mean, I definitely yeah. congratulations. I know like a lot of hard work had to go into in that time and, and a lot of big decisions. And it sounds like a lot of things you ended up making the right decision on too. So congratulations on all that. It's super cool. Yeah, no, thank you. Appreciate it. It's, it's been a fun, it's been a fun journey. And, and now what's cool is that we, we do have an opportunity to share it, you know, so and that's one of the big things that we want to do, um, you know, moving forward is, is, uh, you know, share the joy, have some guys come out and hunt with us and, uh, you know, film it all. And, you know, just, I don't know. Oh, awesome. yeah. yeah big awesome. things. And then as far, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I said, yeah, big things in the works for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then on the, on the business end, we, we have some, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're working on a couple other things and there, it's kind of fun because this whole like new direction that we're taking is opening up a bit more opportunity, even on the business end. Like where, what direction are we going to take the business? What new products are we going to add and stuff like that? So I don't, I don't know that there's going to be a lot of, a lot of new things this year, but, uh, certainly in the future, um, we got some, we got some good things. I, we are, we are, we've had a lot of, and, and maybe some of your customers are, are some of these, or some of your listeners are some of these people that have, have been interested. We have our backpack that you pack stuff in and we've been out of stock on those for like a long time. We actually got totally ripped off on our supplier. Um, we ordered 300 packs and they took our money and never made them for us. Oh man. And, uh, it just disappeared. So we should have packs, but we don't. So we're scrambling this year. We're working with another um, another company. So uh, so hopefully those will be out uh, sooner rather than later. 
And we're actually making them fully waterproof this time, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that is cool. So, and they carry the spreader. They're, they're, I mean, they're awesome for hiking in, um, getting back in there, carry an ultimate spreader, even two ultimate spreaders and set those out. Small, small decoy spread, get back in there type of hunting. And so, so yeah, we're, we're excited. There's, there's definite, definite big dreams on the horizon for us and we'll see where it goes. Definitely. Elliot, you want to kind of give a, like a brief description kind of, of what the motion ducks is for some of our, some of the people who might not know. I mean, everybody should know at this point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, for years to get that type of motion at all, you'd have to use it just a traditional jerk rig, which was one long line. And then you had little clips coming from those lines and you would have to set it out with an anchor at the end. And the problem with that type of jerk rig was, Putting it out and setting it, setting it up and taking it back was a colossal pain in the butt because you had all of that cord and dogs would get in the corner. Jordan and I one time had either one or both of our dogs got in one and and you I mean it's just a complete those old jerk rigs I hated them so bad that I only used them unless I absolutely had to just because they were just a colossal pain in the butt. Well, the motion ducks is just streamlined the whole system so you don't have as much cord and clips. You just break the little um, the little rods apart. You can throw them over your shoulder. So setting them up and putting them away is about a million times easier than it ever was before. And I've never had my dog get caught up in one like the like the old ones either. And the motion, so the ducks aren't set in a line. So the motion, it's just when you get the birds moving, they move in a very very natural looking way um, compared to the traditional jerk rig and and. Honest to God, this is this is the truth. I will never. I used to bitch and moan about jerk rigs constantly to where people were annoyed with me. And now with this system, I I mean it's just it works perfectly and it's not annoying. And you can put it out easy. You can break it out easy. It looks natural. I'll never go back. I will never. You guys could quadruple the price, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back. I'm serious. It's just. <laughs> it has in my mind. It's just revolution. It's it's taken a product that. You know, traditional jerk rigs had fairly good success when you used them. They kind of did the job, but it took a product that everyone generally couldn't stand because they were paying the butt and made something that is easy to use and looks better. And then when you take the fact that you can combine them and add them together and go from four to seven to ten, it's just, I mean, you guys, cha- you guys changed the ball game on motion water on motion on the water. You guys just, it changed the whole market as far as I'm concerned. Yep. And one thing, you know, one thing that doesn't get talked about enough too is like you mentioned with like a the old fashioned jerk rig. I mean, you had the duck on the line with with the little uh, um, loops or swivels, whatever you want to call it, and like that stuff was just so easy to get tangled up. And putting and them on so and off all variable. the time, putting them on and off was a total pain. Oh yeah, you don't have to yeah, do that. Yeah, anymore. yeah, even the setup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so like yeah. just the fact that you know with the streamline of the system. And having the rods that separate the ducks, you have a whole system that's separate from that tiny annoying line that gets knotted and tangled. You can yeah. have that separate. You set it up, then you hook it up to that line, so it's yeah. all it's all separate. You know that's that's a huge factor too with the simplicity and the speed that you can set it up compared to you know the old old fashioned style. So uh, definitely can yeah. agree and reiterate on everything Elliot said. Well, let me say this about it too. Yeah, when, if if when, you're hunting a small hole where you have to walk to, you can take four or seven of those, 
throw them over your shoulder, and that's all. That's all you need. I mean, on certain situations with pressure ducks, seven decoys is enough. And if you take two of the spreaders, combine them together, you can literally throw them over your shoulder, holding those rods, and just walk. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We're gonna finally let you talk again, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I was just gonna say when 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 I first had the idea, I had set up a traditional jerk string out of a boat, which is a hundred times worse, right? <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, and yeah. so when I was pulling it, I was like, I went through all of this effort setting this stupid thing up, and I got three decoys on a single file line moving back and forth. I'm like, there, there has to be something different. That, that's what I thought, right? And so when, I, when there wasn't anything different and we kind of came up with this design and took it out and started using it, the, that feature of being able to just set it up like, like any other decoy, because you can just set the spreader up, connect it all together, and leave it out there floating. In fact, when the wind kicks up, we walk out and we disconnect our spreader and just leave the decoys floating out there which is so awesome, you know, it's so much different than having that line constantly out there. Uh, so that's nice. We've actually had guys, um, I mean, we, we had one guy call us and he ordered like 15 of the spreaders. Oh man. And he's like, I, I, all I hunt, all I use is your spreaders anymore. Even, even when he's not um, setting up uh, the motion rig, he just likes it because you, you you throw one spreader out, that's four decoys set up. Yeah. And then you grab one decoy, four come with it. He's like, I tear down and set up, you know, four times as fast as I used to. So we actually have guys that have converted their whole their whole spread over to that. And so it, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's There was a lot of other effects that were really un, unanticipated. We designed it for the motion. And then the, the consequence of the way it's designed adds these other components that really were, were awesome. You know, and honestly, it's really pretty much the only thing we use anymore is yeah. we set up a bunch of spreaders and then put a, put a bunch of them on, uh, on motion. Definitely. And that's what we use. Yeah. No, no. So it's, a, it's a killer system, no doubt. Definitely. And, I, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about this a little before, like, some of the the newer hunters, you know, for everybody who's hunted for a while, you kind of figure it out after a while. If you don't have motion on the water, you don't have ripples, it doesn't look natural, especially, yeah. you know, maybe opener, you're going to get away with it. But like uh, too much longer after that, it's like you're not, you're just not going to shoot ducks or, and yeah, you're definitely absolutely. not going to shoot decoying ducks um, on those days where there's no wind. So, um, you know, Elliot and I both have switched on those no one days to go in as small a spread as we, we can feel comfortable with and then putting the motion ducks in there to, to put ripples through all those ducks. Um, yeah. And it's just a, that's a super important lesson to learn in duck hunting. You'll have those days you're like, why aren't they working? Like, are they, are they seeing us? Is it our hide? Is it our calling? You can, I mean, you can move decoys around, but it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, you got to have, you can't have the water looking like glass. You can't have, no yeah. ripples in your set. You got to have that motion, and you know, Elliot's tracked it probably better than I have on on the hunt la- the hunt stats app. But uh, Elliot, you want to you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, well, it's a uh, with the way the stats uh, hunt stats is set up, it's a hard kind of a hard number to track, and 
And we would like to in, in time add a section to the app that is that you're putting down what type of motion system that you're using. We'd like to add that. Um, so it is, it is kind of a hard thing to track the way it is set up, but, um, I have most definitely had more. I used to dread no wind days. Like the only thing I really cared about, I don't care if it's sunny. I don't care if it's cloudy. I don't care what the wind direction is coming from. The only thing that strikes fear into my heart duck hunting is wind. And when you get wind below five miles an hour with mallards, I would see that like, oh my gosh, today is going to be a struggle. And we had just right before I started using the motion ducks, we had one day where we dropped our set really small and least a few decoys and it worked. And so we had been talking about that. And we were like, you know, from now on, when on those no one days, we're just going to go as few decoys as possible. Well, that's right about the time that we started using the motion ducks. So it was just a perfect combination of now the way we do it now is we will use as many decoys as we can that can be affected by the motion duck ripples. So if we've got four yeah, motion ducks it, out yeah. there, you can normally still get a dozen decoys plus those four with that motion. If you put the motion in the right spot, you can affect all dozen. So you can do like 16, mm-hmm. you know, a dozen plus four motion ducks and you can get all of those decoys moving. So that's just kind of our go-to now on when days under five is just a dozen plus the four strategically placed and you can make motion in all of those. And we have, I don't, I do not, I still don't like no wind days. I mean, I want wind to be between my 13 and 20 to me is, is what my stats show me is the golden zone. If you get above 20, your numbers, my numbers start to drop a little bit, whether it's harder to shoot. I don't know why, but that 13 to 20 is just the zone. But if I get under that 13 or especially under that five, the four motion ducks, the dozen decoys, that's our go-to. And I don't have the same level of fear of those no-wind days that I did before going to that set. So uh, my numbers are definitely showing that since using the motion ducks and going to that, it's just we do we do better. There's still a drop-off from that 13 to 20-mile-an-hour wind, but it's not to the point where I don't just fear it like I did, you know, five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, back to what you were saying, Jordan, the, the motion is so, is so key. Um, especially for a hundred duck hunters starting out. Like if you, if you have two options, you can either bring a motion rig or your duck call. It, it's a motion rig, unless you're a really, really good duck caller. Motion is going to be a better asset in your, in your spread. And, uh, and I mean, it's that old thing, you know, every duck hunter has experienced it. No ducks are in. You're like, okay, what, what should we do? Should we, should we start packing up or, you know, you get out, stretch your legs, you're walking out in the water and ducks show up. <laughs> and uh, a lot of that is you're putting motion in the water. You're muddying up the bottom. You're, it's looking more realistic and ducks are coming in to check it out. So motion is key, man. Motion is, is super, super important. Definitely, definitely agree on that. And it's like, you know, kind of like we said with with new hunters, man. You you don't always, it's not always something that's super apparent because you you don't see it from the bird's eye view. Um, yeah. But you know, there's never a day if you if you ever seen drone footage of birds, if you ever seen uh, like birds across the marsh or anything like that, um, especially in those no wind days, you can see it. You can see that there's that that motion in the water. So it's like as hunters, we have to we have to emulate that. We have to have a realistic yeah, yeah. set or, or it's just going it, to be bad news bears. 
And the other, the other cool thing about it is for guys just getting into it, it can be super, super expensive. Well, using just motion it really gives you an advantage. I mean, we have so many, especially in later season when the ducks are getting really educated, we still will only hunt with very few decoys towards the end of the season because, and they're all on motion. And we've had loads and loads of customers tell us that the, the seven decoy ultimate spread is all they use uh, the last half of the season. And it's a cheap way to get into it. You can still be effective. You can still pull birds in. So there's that, that component to the, to the spreader as well. You don't have to, you know, if you're kind of dabbling in duck hunting, um, you know, get a motion, uh, a spread and use that even with smaller amount of decoys, you can still be competitive and pull birds down. So, you know, you don't have to have three or four dozen decoys to, to get out there and shoot ducks. Definitely. Guys, if there's one, one tool you can get this year to up your game, and it's, it's probably going to be that motion duck decoy. So, um, we got a code with them. It's duck gun 2020 and you can jump over there, get it. I mean, it's prime time. We're right here before season for a lot of people. Season's coming in in the next, month or so so um you know get it now get it before season rolls in you'll you'll be uh glad that you did so you got any uh you got any other kind of updates for us ben as far as what you got um coming down the pipeline for motion ducks um uh, no i mean i'd say definitely uh definitely anybody that's interested check out the youtube channel we don't actually have any duck hunts on there yet but those are common, <laughs> and we're going to be doing some giveaways on it. We want, we definitely want to grow the channel this year. Um, start that, and then uh, and then we're going to be doing some um, definite hunt giveaways to bring guys in and hunt with us and have an opportunity on the property. So um, tune into that. Go subscribe over at uh, at YouTube, and then yeah, like Jordan said, certainly uh, pick it up. We're shipping pretty much every day right now, so you'll get it pretty quick and um and we have the uh do we have your link because that's the best deal isn't it motionducks.com slash duck gun um let me look at that link real quick yeah look at make sure that's right because that through that link uh, our two promotions right now we have 10 percent off coupons and a free anchor bag and that link will actually get you both if you buy through that link and then use the, the duck gun coupon. So that's the best, that's our best promotion that we have going on. The combination of those two. That's right. Yeah. You can use that link. The link is motionducks.com slash duck gun. And the promo code yeah. on that link is duck gun 2020. So sweet. Um, yeah. That'll get you the free anchor bag and the 10% off. So certainly that's the way to buy it. Oh yeah, Definitely. That's the way to buy it. But no, otherwise, you two boys, we got to get it on the schedule. Hopefully it can work out and uh, and get you guys up here. If not this year, we're going to learn a lot this year. We'll know when the birds are in, and uh, we'll certainly get it done next year. But if we can make it happen, you're certainly invited. So <laughs> keep that in, in mind for both of you, and uh, we'll try to make that happen for the fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be that would be super cool for sure. If we can't do that this year, soon. let's let's get it on the calendar for next year. Because man, that would be yeah, that would be awesome. Absolutely. 
definitely. And and like and like uh, we've talked a lot about, we're learning a lot this year, so we will certainly know. You know, we've we're gonna we're gonna try to bring some other crews in and, and whatnot. But it's like, I, I we got to make sure there's birds, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but so far, it looks like there's gonna be definitely. But. Awesome. Well, it's probably a good place to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. We really appreciate you coming on, Ben. It's been a, a fun one as usual, and um, really appreciate you jumping on with us. Elliot, you got any any closing words? No, I just really enjoy these podcasts every year. You, you and your dad are both really easy to talk to, and it's just been an honor to represent what you guys have going on and being a part of it because it's certainly you know, a product we believe in. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, we appreciate it, man. You guys have been awesome to work with, and you now we appreciate uh, teaming up with you guys. I mean, we're going on four years now, huh? Yeah, yeah. We were that's, just saying that before incredible. we went live too. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's that's good, man. That's a good that's a good partnership there, and uh, it's working for both of us. So we'll continue doing it. And no, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Alrighty, folks, I'm Jordan from Duck and Chronicles, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting, and Ben from Motion Ducks, and we'll see you guys on the next one.